0: Hi everyone, this is Lori from the sanctuary at Bear Creek where we talk about all things related to growing in our intimacy with God and each other. I'm so glad you're here. Hi everybody, we are coming to the end of May already, can you believe it? Uh, next week is actually Memorial Day holiday, and that's gonna officially kick off the summer. So we're all kind of thinking about that, we're getting our bark down, we're getting our summer, or spring clean up done around the yard, we're making plans uh, for the summer. And that, that gave me the idea for this week's article, which I'm calling, Do Our Kids Need Stillness and Solitude? He was so frustrated. Running to to the car at 3.30 when the bell rang, he was more than ready to head home. Then chores and dinner, baths, homework and bed. Monday through Friday, it continued until one day in frustration, he exclaimed, when will this stop? I never have time for my aquarium anymore. One of the few fifth graders who still had any consciousness of when he had time for things he was interested in his aquarium, programming on AutoCAD, or creating a BMX track out in the field. A year and a half ago, we made the decision to send our kids to charter school after homeschooling from kindergarten through third grade, putting an abrupt stop to any considerable amount of free time. I know, it's so tempting. It's that time of year when we start thinking about summer and those flashy brochures come into your inbox. football, soccer, and ballet camps. They can get exercise and a jump on next year's season. Vacation Bible school, mission trips, and family camp. Who knows what could happen to impact their little spirits? Art and science camp taught by college faculty. What could be better for our little Einsteins? Family reunions, camping trips, and summer holidays. Yes, yes, yes. They sound fantastic, but what's happened to good old summer? No more schedule. Sleepy suntan kids coming to breakfast with messy hair and sitting there for as long as they want to finish their cereal. Changing out of their pajamas, coloring at the dining room table, or meandering outside. It used to be children grew up on farms where the family was all together. There was lots of time outdoors. There were chores that needed everyone's hands to get them done. Extracurricular activities were minimal. Children had lots of time for free play, to make mud pies, sit under trees, or walk in the field, to take their BB guns and hunt in the woods, look for bugs, swim in ponds, or walk in the creek. Boredom wasn't something to freak out about. If your child didn't have something keeping them busy, you let them sit in their boredom. Children need boredom to let their imaginations come to life. Before you know it, they'll be getting their playset out, pulling out a book, or heading out the door to get their hands in the dirt. Boredom is good for the soul. Quote It has the capacity to spark creative ideas and launch new projects. For children, it can propel new routes of play and self-entertainment, which develops creativity, self-reliance, and relationship skills. Jeffrey Davis, MA, Psychology Today magazine. Childhood has changed so much. From going to school from 9 to 3 and time at home in the evenings and weekends, to 9 to 3 being just the beginning, then off to extracurricular activities and weekends filled with clubs and travel leagues, Then, we fill up their summers, too. As adults talk about their children's skyrocketing anxiety, loss of direction, and creativity, I wonder, are we missing what our children need the most? Stillness and solitude. Their lives have been filled from the moment they wake up in the morning to the moment they fall asleep with people and activities. They haven't had any time to breathe and they've lived this way so long they don't know the difference. Childhood is supposed to be an era where you have time to be, explore, create, and live in the world of your imagination. To get to know God and yourself and the wonder of the outdoors, your parents' love, peanut butter sandwiches, and long summer days to ride your bike or play in the sprinkler to quiet the voices of everyone and everything else telling you what to do and who you are so you can hear your own. Are activities more valuable in a child's life than allowing who they really are to come to the surface through unscheduled time and solitude? The thing Madeline Lengel, famous author of A Wrinkle in Time, attributes to how her writing began, quote, I was still at the age of unself-conscious spontaneity when I started to write. At the age of five, I wrote a story which my mother saved for a long time about a little gruel, G-R-U-L, my five-year-old spelling of girl. I wrote stories because I was a solitary only child in New York City with no easily available library. So, when I had read all the stories in my bookcase, the only way for me to get more stories to read was to write them. Until we have time alone, I wonder if we know how to hear our own thoughts or just the noise of the masses, but we have a choice to live differently, to arrange our children's schedule, carefully choosing one or two things they would enjoy and then giving them what they really need and hardly ever get free time the priceless opportunity to decide what they want to do to have hours uninterrupted to get get to know the sound of god's voice and their own and while we're slimming down their schedule and giving them time for stillness and solitude this summer we can treat ourselves to the same thing doesn't that sound fabulous so question for you What do you think your child would do with uninterrupted time? And how about you? What would you do with it? Thanks so much for spending this time with me. I look forward to talking again next week.